my first beer. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode four, no matter what time of the day you are drinking or listening. So sexual and I love it. Thank you. <laughs> my name is Clint. <laughs> oh, God. The K to the Diz. Oh, I have God. with me... You can't start an episode like that. I have with me the angry Anne Merrigan. <laughs> Very angry. And... The slightly seedy, slightly sexual Ellie. Oh, lovely. Lovely. <laughs> Tonight's episode, we are talking about beers you should sell her by drinking ones you should sell her so you don't have to. So we've got examples of beers you should sell her that you really should be putting aside. You don't need to keep them cold. You can keep them in a slightly warm room temperature. Same way you would a wine. But what we're going to do is, rather than selling them, cellaring them, we will drink them and tell you about them so you won't feel bad about holding onto them and not opening them. It's good. What have we got to talk about? So, first off, we actually have a guy that I have cellared for about three years. This is a beer... It was brewed four and a half years ago. Oh. So this is a, this is going to be an interesting guy. Um, oh, the bottle is very. It's, it's bold. It's, it's looking at me. It's, it's bright red. Bold as it's fuck. got a big regal cock on the front. <laughs> I love when you say <laughs> cock in. A big regal cock. It does indeed. It's um, a spicy cock. This is the Rogue Sriracha Hot Stout Beer. Penis. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> he just fucking ruined it. So, right. news to everyone. I hate Chilean beer. I have had one version of a chili beer. So, actually, another chili beer I had, also Rogue, was Don't worry the about my Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Like, we'll just, we'll just glaze over that real quick. Uh, cool, man. That's no worries. But I will say, while I called you out on that, um, <laughs> we were at the stone tasting event together what? and there was chili in the... Oh, that was what? fucking terrible. Yeah, that's the one chili. Because they, right? were, they were just selling old fucking beers. This should not even be in Yeah, place. I think like... yeah. I think okay, we need to do something about that fucking bottle shop. <laughs> <laughs> we keep bringing it up. Okay, so the rogue tasting actually... Rogue? Stone tasting actually went down as a oh here are lots of really old stone beers that we've never sold let's just open them and sell oh, like discount stale beer and that was my first intro they were stone say? they were sellerable beers oh okay that's okay barely okay they didn't sell them they didn't they just didn't sell them yeah. But what was the particular beer, the stone beer oh, that, that a, they brought? Like uh, it had it the chili. It was meant to be really fucking hot, like by stone standards. Oh, oh, Crime and Punishment. Yeah. That's the one. Oh, yeah. dude, I won't even touch Crime and Punishment. That's well, we touched it up. and I was like, oh, yeah, it's hot. So obviously. But they have Corporal Punishment as well. Yeah, yeah. So They've got um, a couple. So Sammy from Hobbersphere drank a full bottle of Crime and Punishment and he did not have a good time for the next two days. Okay. Yeah. Like, right. that's a hot beer. That's a habanero. Yeah. Habanero porter. I, yeah, I don't like Chilean beer, and I love chili. So a really cool hot beer I had, not so much hot, but flavoursome, was the Chipotle Ale from Rogue. Um, so Chipotle, I can see working in a beer because well, it's, it's a smoke. It's, it's a flavoursome chili. Yeah, and it's, it's not so much about heat. It's just 
Oh, they just get so vegetal. Mm, absolutely. Uh, Ali, what was the hot beer you were talking about before? The hot beer I've had? Yeah. The stone. Yeah. So That's the, the, only, the only one time I've had. The most disappointing... Most disappointing I had was Modus Operandi's Black Magic Woman. I think it was Black Magic Woman, or maybe it was the year before, um, at Gabs. And they did a beer, and they put a description in the Gabs program um, of, you know, what it might have been, um, but were, like, a little bit vague. And then we tried it, and it was just, like, chilli vegetables, and it was nasty. Just give me a small pour of this. I'll see how it goes. Oh, it's spicy. <laughs> it's spicy on the Is nose. it though? Because sriracha's not spicy. No, sriracha's not spicy. Hey, you just give me a But water. it's um, it's got a nose to it. It's got a quite a nose to it. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah, I'm not against that. Um, pours with like a really beautiful, you know, brown oh, lovely cigar. Tan, tan fucking beef and gravy pie. It's like a fucking terrible beef and gravy pie, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god! Now I don't want to drink I it. I love that you. <laughs> I love that you. I've been to your house many times, and and this has been winking me on the shelf. And you're like, yeah, I'm never going to open this. And we've bloody yeah, it's sat on the shelf for a long time. Yeah, it's open. How do you feel? Four about years that? isn't a bad wait. No, it's no. great for four years. So I mean, is this is this what we'd call a cellar beer? Probably. Yeah, absolutely. It's a weird one, but how strong is it? Uh, so in this guy we have um, 5.7 ABV. Okay, 5.7. That's low. Um, yeah, it's it's not as terrible as I expected it to be because I don't like chili beers. But it's at the end of the day, it's a chili beer. It smells fucking terrible. Yeah, it smells like beef pie. <laughs> it does actually, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Sriracha. The heat's still there. Like, it's it's there. Yeah, it's mild. Yeah. I thought, like, maybe after... I've never had anything like this, like, especially after this amount of time, but I thought maybe that heat would die a little bit, but... Yeah, the, um... It's not. It's, so it's actually got a pretty, like, this, the heat lingers a little, but actually, as far as your beer, like, it has a pretty fast decay. Um, it is... It's very hard to taste the beer. It is quite thin. Yeah, it's very hard to taste a beer just because of what's going on. Um, the low alcohol is not the best way to carry long term. Yeah. You know, you want higher alcohol. We'll talk more about what makes a beer to seller if people are listening and they don't know what to sell. Um, I think the Sriracha marketing is unbelievable. It looks great. It's a great looking bottle. It's very cl- like Even to the small details of like this green lid. Like, the green cap, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I met... You reckon they got approval for this? Probably not. Probably not. No, uh, I don't know. It's pretty blatant. It's pretty blatant. Um, I reckon, I'd reckon they actually. But like, do. how many places rip sriracha off now these days? Like, oh, sriracha's fucking great though, isn't it? It's one of it's. it's it goes like, on everything I eat, it's basically. Like fucking up there with most popular condiments. So. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, no, sriracha's great. How good? There's no sriracha at the Winston, though, is there? But they have sriracha there? I don't think they Actually, no. No, I don't think they do. They have other... They've got sauces with sriracha in it. Oh, sriracha mustard. Oh, we're all on the mustard mustard train. Sriracha mustard. I just got a... Beaver brand. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I just got a brand new Austrian mustard that even my mum was like, oh, where did you get that from? And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is the hot shit, like the horseradish mustard. Um, Anyway, side note. 
Sriracha is delicious. The Winston have a great hot sauce selection. Yeah, it's it's not. This was not as scary as I thought it would be. Um, no. Not that I thought there was like Sriracha's going to scare me, but it I, is as disappointing as I thought it would be. Probably why I avoided opening it for so long. Yeah, this is like a um, this is just straight up fucking. Do dry, you think though, like drain poor beer for me? Um, do you think this would have been any different three years ago? Though that's the question, because like I guess we're doing a seller episode. Would you? You know, what would this have tasted like in 2015? Um, I think it would have tasted like ass because that's what it tastes like now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because it has chili in it and I love chilies and I don't like them in beer. Um, I just don't think it's necessary, does it? Like at all. Uh, I think it's clever marketing from Rogue. They would have sold a heap of bottles. Um, it's, it's interesting. It's that one buy. Like it's the, yeah. you buy it once and you never buy it again. Yeah, it's interesting. It could have been really cool. Um, I just hate chili and beer, and that's how that rolls. But even the beer is just not, not awesome. Yeah, it's super thin and not really there. Hey? No, I mean if we all looked back and said, "What would you sell her and have right now?" Like, what would you be opening right now and say you could have put it away three years ago? This wouldn't be one of them no. anymore. No, not but, not even close. But also, we don't have access. We're only just getting access to very good sellable beers now. Yep. So three years from now, we'll be banging. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Cool. Um, do we want to get into some beer news? Yeah, let's do some beer news. Cool. Roll it. So beer news. Obviously, the biggest beer news is fresh off the freaking press. Hobart Brewing Company. Their newest beer. Their seasonal 440 you, mil release. Just pumping right now. I was right? waving a billy over there, actually. Okay, so everyone's waving to the cat, but we're also fist pumping. Colorado freaking IPA. In the words of Craft Beer Dispensary, they said they weren't going to brew it. Then the second time they said they wouldn't brew it again. The third time they have brewed it again in cans. 440 mil cans. Love a 440, which was 500. Yeah. Give me 60 more mil, guys. Come on. Did anyone else notice that um, someone from Shambles posted on it? Because Hobart Brewing wrote 440 is the new 375, and then Shambles reshared and said 500 is the new 440. I like that. <laughs> that is very good. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so, I mean, that was huge news for all beer lovers in Tasmania because it's, you know, in everyone's top 10 each year, it's come out so far. So, you know, they've done a batch. I'm assuming they'll do another batch ready for Hoptoberfest, which we keep mentioning because it's so freaking good and it's so close. Yeah, it's um, like maybe three weeks away, three or four weeks away, I think. Yeah, and then the other bit of beer news is huge beer news hitting Melbourne because in episodes one to three, we have talked extensively about Ian and I visiting Melbourne, which has been very exciting. But Melbourne or Melbourne, as its inhabitants say, don't realise that someone else is visiting. The um, the build-up to this trip for you guys has really pissed me off, to be honest. Mm. Because you've, you've been upset. Um, we've got a little group chat going on. Um, quite on, like It's on the daily, and you guys are like, oh, we should plan our itineraries like in front of Ali because he's not going, sucked in. Like, yeah, it's like, pretty, well, it pretty rough. Pretty rough. And it got to a point where 
I had enough and I sort of just swung it by the boss and mentioned it and she was like oh yeah you can go I'm like what she's like yeah no it's fine like have a look at flights see if they're cheap I'm like it's not going to be cheap like it's it's like two days before grand final but it was but it was guys (laughs) relatively and I've gone out a week before and I've copped some tickets to Melbourne I'm coming with you boys I'm coming I'm going to fixation I'm going to three rounds. I'm going to the whole step crew is going. This is happening. We're going to Melbourne as a group. We're going to have an absolute blast. We're going to be shit faced. I'm nervous. I, I'm even more nervous. Like, two is always good because you can um, sort of, you know, hold each other back a little bit, but three is that just was, a bad idea. That was actually it for me. So I, I, was, I felt safe going with you. But <laughs> you now, should that, have. You should now have. that we have three, I'm I love that you peer pressured me and like saying, oh, yeah, go on and do it. When are you yeah, going to do, do it? And then I actually do it and then you're scared. You're a pussy. <laughs> you're a pussy. Yeah, you so, just wait. At least I've got the next week off work. Oh, wow. I've got to um, photograph a wedding like on the Saturday when I come back. So I come back Friday night and I'm photographing a wedding. Like, this is my commitment to the boys. Mate, you're not driving home from the, like, the um, airport on that Friday night. No, 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 no. I'm getting someone to pick me up. Uber the shit out of that. Yeah, no, I'll be fine. I'm I'm really excited because... He's not going to be fine. I'm not going to be fine. He's not going to be fine. But I'm going to be having a blast while I'm there. Maybe we'll do the whiskey bars on Friday. So on the flight home, you're just like thinking about life. She's like, guys, can I get a Jim Beam down here? Don't make me regret this. Number 26. 26B? Yep, a Jim Beam. (laughs) <laughs> oh, don't make me regret this, please. I'm so excited. It's gonna no, be, it's, it's gonna be. It is gonna be freaking awesome. It's gonna be a good time. We're going to some great places. We're gonna drink some great beer, and we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna take our little portable mic over and hopefully get some content. We might put out like a a mini so a mini episode or something oh, some like that. Live streams. Some, some live streams. Some heaps of content coming. So that's gonna be fun. That's so the big beer news. Keep, for all of Australia. Keep your eyes peeled on our Instagram at Step Brewers. Um, there's going to be heaps of stuff coming soon. So, very good. So. Really? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I, know, I know that you love Billy so much, but do we need to. He's happy today. He is. Anne's not dark talking about Transformers. Um, so. For the barrel age beer section, I did want to bring you guys obviously a beer you could sell, etc. As we discussed, but what I thought would be more interesting was to bring you a beer you shouldn't sell, because people, some listeners might not know what they should be selling, especially in Australia, because big barrel age beers and big cellaring beers is a very new thing to us. So I remember like a few years back when uh, Mowbray brought out the first seasonal. You know, the Mercury in Hobart was running an article like, oh my God, there's a $40 beer. Like it's a $40 stubby of beer. And it's like, guys, it's the same as a bottle of wine. Like it's a 13%, um, you know, intricate beer that can be cellared and kept. Like it's not a stubby of Cascade Draft. It's different. So with that being said, to prompt the conversation of what you should be cellaring, I brought something you shouldn't be cellaring, which is... Shout out to Beer News, Colorado IPA. Two-day-old fresh cans. Two-day-old fresh cans. So, we've all had this. 
I believe. And I would, think we've all you, had a Can you little... pour first? Because we don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, we don't want to get told off for pouring bad. Yeah, I, think, I think it's just you, Alan. So Colorado IPA is coming out each year uh, now, which is a wonderful thing. Um, this year's iteration out a little bit earlier than Hoptoberfest. Not mad about that in a 440ml can. Not mad about that either. The first thing you'll notice when you get one is the striking clarity. It, you can see you can see everything. You can see a future in this bit. In my house right now. It actually, looking at it, it looks filtered and I don't think they have a filter down there. So this has sat in tank cold for a while maybe. Yeah, I don't think it was intentional. Like, I don't know... I don't know if they've fined it or not, like added findings, but... That nose, though, is fresh, like... Oh, the nose is incredible. It's filling the room. It's so good. Yeah, so, I mean, they've put it in a can, which is awesome. Chinook Centennial Amarillo Simcoe, all super cool hops. Um, it's got that cool fairy floss sweetness. Yeah, it's, um, it's very good. Interestingly, I had a can of this... Um, the day it was canned and I like, so yesterday, (laughs) oh yeah, (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) Um, and I did get like a little hint of like, like the taste of carbonation and I didn't know if it was that because it was canned so, um, you know, so soon after, like it was canned at like 10 AM and I was drinking it at like 6 PM. Um, but that has gone now. So that's really pleasing. Um, this beer is a stunner. It's delicious. Very it, good. It's crazy good. Every beer drinker will always say, it's not as good as batch one. About every beer. In this case, maybe that's true because batch one was such an amazing moment in Tassie beer. Yeah, I haven't had... I This is my first time having Colorado, so I'm new to it. But I've heard really good things and I've heard people, especially like you guys talking about it, like from the past or like when they've done events so it's nice to actually have one in my hands and yeah it's it's super delicious um batch one was amazing uh last year they did two like two batches essentially the first of those two batches they changed one thing up was good but not as good then the second batch last year they changed back to what they'd done before and it was better um, this one I think maybe sits in between the two. It's still very good. Um, maybe not the impact of batch one. I don't know. Yeah, the whole clarity thing. What's going on there? Um, yeah, it's a mouthfeel. A bit of mouthfeel, you reckon? Yeah, it's pretty glassy, like pretty, like absolutely delicious, but then has a very fast decay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some like fullness almost. Mm. Yeah. It's just Wait. so weird seeing an IPA this clear. Like it's yeah. just so bizarre. Which is funny, like in in current in current times um, in Australia, because I guess everyone's dry hopping so heavily, um, but not everyone is filtering, um, and this looks filtered, and I I would ninety nine percent sure it's not. Um, if I was judging it on on appearance, I'd actually say it's perfect because it is so clear, but it just. Because Colorado hasn't been clear in the past, it's sort of almost off-putting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But hey, the bitterness is there. 100 IBUs on this. Yeah, the IBUs are great. 7.3%. It's it's very well balanced. It's yeah, the IBUs are great. Like, it's nice and bitter. Um, it tastes like a classic American beer. It smells amazing. It smells Simcoe. amazing. The Simcoe is great. Um, I, I, would, I would put this up straight away with some of the best beer. I love, I, I'm like, because it's so new, I just love cracking it and just fills the room. Like, yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's it's that good. Like, Especially because, like, you know, it's it's been sitting here for a little while tonight while we were chilling out earlier and... um. You can really smell it's warm. Yeah, up. when it when it warms up, it's really opens up. It filled my lounge room. Last I think night. Ian, when we oils, had it, oils. when we had it last night, it was pretty cold. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's there's a lot going on. It's it's a bloody good. I can't wait to have it on keg. Um, I'm hoping they do it on keg. I don't think they won't do that. <laughs> I think it's definitely going to happen. Well, I mean, I imagine they'll do a keg run for Hoptoberfest to go with this can run. And maybe the can run is a limiting factor. Like, there will just be this one run of cans. Um, so, you know, if you're out there and you're thinking about buying it, you should buy it. All right, let's get to the topic. This is not a beer you should sell. No. In no sense you should you sell this beer. So, what beers should you sell um, you should be selling your big alcoholic dark stuff that isn't relying on hops for flavor. Uh, this is relying almost wholly on hops for flavor. So just because you bought something that was hard to get does not mean it should be kept or sell it. So if you found a really cool Nipah, for example, don't hold on to it to share with your friends. Share with them right now. What beers, guys, should we be celebrating? And if they don't want to hang out with you, just drink them by yourself and have a great time by yourself. Oh, well, that's also valid. Because that's what I do, because I have no friends. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is a curse. Um, so, yeah, what beers would you guys be celebrating? Well, so beers I've just celebrated are the, the 2018 release of the Wurtstout from Stone. Yep. Uh, yep we've, we've all talked about it, um, but that's a very current one. There are two bottles of it left at the Abbey, I noticed today. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised about that. Because mm. I was, I rushed down there very quickly to grab a bottle of that. Yeah, there shouldn't be. There's also the Deschutes Abyss, which is like world-class beer, just sitting there on the shelf. Oh, I might grab one of those, actually. Mm, that was a hot tip. Nick, please. <laughs> Nick, please. Save me one of those. Um, uh, I'm the same with Ian. I... I have bought one of those stats as well from Stone. Yeah. Um, a local one would be the Mubaru Velvet Sledgehammer. Yeah. And um, who actually run uh, by a vintage. Um, so they drop a yearly release. And now that it's canned, can you sell that? Absolutely. Um, it's still proof from the sun. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's more proof from the sun than a bottle. Like, it's what's... The point, like, you can definitely do that. Like, I can't see why you wouldn't do that. Yeah, I think maybe most people would think about bottles and think that's what you should be selling. Because they think of wine. Basically. Yeah, yeah, and but there's no reason you can't sell a really good can. Um, so beers I would think about um, holding on to was uh, the Oscar Blues 10 Fitty when you see it down here. I have a mate with a can of that, and I'm going to probably snag it off him. You should snag it off him. Um, he has had that in his fridge at like his house for so long. I'm like, oh, get that off him. I'm man. like, mate, you have not cracked that in months. 
And I'm like, I'm going to tell you that off you if you're not careful. If you, can get, if you can get the barrel age version. I think it might be. Yeah, in, in Australia, I think the barrel age can goes for maybe $40 a can. Yep. Was that mean? Um, yeah, just please bring it. Heinzy, if you're listening, Heinzy, if, you, if you're not sharing that with me, I'm taking it off your hands. Heinzy, we'll just take, saying. You should sponsor the episode, Heinzy. Bring it in. We'll all drink it. We can, uh, we can talk about you. Brought to you by Heinzy's. Well, he works at Jack Green. So oh, oh, it's him. It's oh. him. He's yeah. a great guy. He's, no, no, we should. Yeah, Heinzy, you should definitely hook us up. Yeah. He's got some great beers in his fridge, but he just doesn't drink them. Well, another couple that we both, all of us, had the opportunity to try recently, and we decided to leave it in the cellar a little longer, was the Brewdog Tokyo Stout. Oh, yeah, yeah. We didn't open that, did yeah, we? Yeah, clocking in, I believe it was 6.3 ABV. Mm. Big mm. boy. We've already... Six or 16? 16. 16. Oh. Mm. No, we haven't oh. tried that yet. That was a little bottle, though. I wish it was a bigger bottle. <laughs> uh, do you need that? I bet it's Let's talk so about little bottles. The Brewdog Hot Shot. Quadruple oh, IPA. Um, there definitely is a category of IPA that can be stored. Very little more controversial. Um, yeah, yeah, like really friggin' big ones. Absolutely massive. So this guy was maybe like 27%. Oh, shit. It was a quadruple. Yeah, it was literally like sucking on hop it was. It was like a little bottle of oil. My God. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense where like things you shouldn't be selling is like fresh IPAs, like yeah. this Colorado that we're drinking. Yeah, and exactly. So you, you want high alcohol and you want... Usually darkness. Yeah, high alcohol. Or at least enough hops. That it was barrel stuff. Hold. Maybe some sour stuff. Maybe some like Rodenbachs or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, sours seem... And especially like sours that have been in barrels as well. Obviously. Wildfires. Beers that actually have wine character. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, definitely. And you yeah, know what? Sometimes... Beers. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you're going to sell the beers and you're going to open them and they're going to be drain pours and that's going to be a really, really hard thing to take in and accept. But... Those moments when you take that bottle that you've put aside, like I've I've got three bottles for you guys that I haven't told you about yet, um, that I'm just gonna hold on to for the right episode. Um, that Deschutes bottle, obviously, Nick at the Abbey had put that away for many years. Um, that would be my perfect example of a cellaring beer. Um, episode two, go check that out. That's an absolute. Great beer. That was a wild beer. Um, Craft Beer Dispensary has a bottle of 27. And I think our good friend of the show, Adrian, has a bottle of 26 or 29 or something. Oh, goodness. There's some stuff getting around. Next bottle share. Okay. Um, But yeah, Colorado, not a beer you should sell her. Beers you should sell her, we're getting into now. Please do not sell her double IPAs or I'll be sad. Yeah, don't hold on to your hype can neepers just because you think they'll become rare. Because they won't. They'll become shit. Cool. All right. So this is going to be funny now because we've already come off an HBC beer. Oh, have you brought an HBC beer as well? I brought an HBC beer as well. But I think this fits in a beer that you should sell her. And the reason I brought it out because... It's still very easily accessible to get another bottle just in case it's really, really delicious. <laughs> I, yeah, I know it would be. Yeah, so, this is the Imperial Porter 
whiskey barrel aged. I went to buy a Colorado on Thursday when I expected it to be canned and they had changed their canning schedule and so I had to leave with one of these. And you didn't bring it. So this is, you were going to No, it's this. in my cellar. Yeah, okay, good. So this is a great example of a yeah. beer you should cellar. And you know what? Let's not cellar it and open it. Yeah, I mean, I thought this is a safe option because I can, if we love this tonight, I'm going to happily go down to HBC tomorrow and buy another one. And I saw like and lots of bottles in the uh, fridge. Yeah, so did I. Like more than there should be. So this is barrel aged, I believe, in Sullivan's Cove barrels. That would be correct. Um, Sullivan's Cove are a great whiskey distillery down here in Hobart, and they one great. They've taken many. They have taken a lot of awards recently. Well, whiskey. It's pretty great. So your pouring action is amazing, actually, Ian. Like. I know we've joked about it, but wow. It's all about the agitation. Yeah, the agitation. No one cares about it. This this <laughs> it, this is a pretty beer. It's a beautiful looking beer. Lovely little tan head on this. Um, oily, oily looking bubbles. Nice inky black colour. It it's yeah. Cool. It's a nine point five percent. So this is released this year, isn't it? So technically This year, yep. It's it's not cellared at all. It's recently, like probably in the last couple of months, I think. So in terms of us, um, you know, drinking beers that you guys should be cellaring, this is like the the giant fuck you to cellaring in general because it's literally not cellared at all. Yeah. Um, how strong is it? It's nine point five. Okay. So it's not it's not crazy. I mean, it's up there, but it's not not too bad. Oh man, that is delicious. It's good. That is. Delicious. Already it's delicious. So Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had a sip yet. <laughs> that is what we've been looking for tonight. Oh yes. This is such a redeeming beer. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to I'm, Isn't I'm, it? I'm going to HBC again tomorrow and I'm gonna buy another two. Blocks. I think I might buy a couple. Um Yeah, this If this is tasting so good now, what's it gonna be like in a couple of years? Like what happens to it in the cellar? Can you elaborate on that a little um, bit? Well, that that's going to be interesting because it can go two ways. It can actually, it can go, it can go south. So at our bottle share last week, we had um, some of the Brewdog uh, AB series. The abstract series. Yeah. The abstract series. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. those? Yeah. And so the first one was amazing. Um, we all love that. Um, and then the second two, one of them was just like pure Vegemite disgustingness. Oh, I hated it. And we all drain poured that. Um, so, I mean, in the cellar... What numbers were those? It was like 12, a 16, We a had a 12, a 17, and a 22, maybe? Mm. Mm, I think you're looking earlier. It was like... I know there was a 12. Anyway. Under 10, 12, and 17. Yeah. There was a one standout. And, you know, some people, different people at Bottle Share like different ones, but there was one that was just, like, everyone hated. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, you might get start to get some slight oxidisation, I guess, over time, because there will be some, like a, like, a small amount of seepage of oxygen, depending on the cap. Um, but, yeah, in terms of the actual ageing process, I don't, I don't have a great deal else to give you on that, like... I guess it's going to be the same as aging anything. Like the, 
whether you have stable temperatures or varying temperatures. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the other fun thing about cellaring beer that's different to cellaring other things is you can put something away that you know people won't get in a few years. So like the Deschutes, um, Nick knew no one could get that. So by having that available, it was like a really fun way to be like, hey, cool, try this. Because you know someone can't just go like get that quick fix at a bottle shop and grab that. Um, and you know, when you open something up, I imagine when one of us opens one of these up in like, if we can last five, ten years, it'd be really cool to see it again. That is not going to happen for me. No. no not, no. In my, not in my cellar, it's not. Like, I... Well, maybe the Woot Stout stuff. Sounds like I'll be the one cellaring beers then. Yeah, yeah. like, oh... Yeah, I have no control. I'm going to buy that. another one and I'm going to be... Like, I'm really impatient as a person. Um, so for me to cellar a beer that I really like right now, mm. it's going to be hard. Well, but, I, I have a 2017 Wildflower... 2017, 2016 amber so we all know we love that yeah and it's sitting in my shelf and, and luckily my cellaring shelf is out of reach so i just kept forgetting that it's there no that's good so that's a good thing um this has got sick big raisin characteristics yeah yeah what are you tasting in you've got the best palate i think it tastes like strawberries and you're wrong it doesn't <laughs> taste like needles <laughs> yeah, um <laughs> Yeah, it's big on raisin cocoa. It's got that kind of like yep. orange and cigar. Yeah, like a mild cigar. Yeah. Can we have cigars in Melbourne? Like, that's something I haven't done in a long time. I haven't done that in a long time either. Mm. Also, haven't done um, crack for a long time. <laughs> um, well, I don't when know. When we in, do in Rome. <laughs> when in Melbourne. When in Gagebrook. Yes, sorry, Dad. <laughs> it, it does have that little liqueur aftertaste. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. That's like sweet liqueur. Like the whiskey barrel's not too much. No, it was it was put in um barrels for ten months. What kind of saying. barrel do we have? It doesn't say Ten months. Ten months. Wow. This was bottled in December last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like it's starting to come it's along. It's starting to come along. I'm quite surprised by that, because I only announced it not too long ago. So they yeah. kept, they kept it from us a little bit, which is I appreciate. Yeah, they might have bottle conditioned it even. Um, and you know what? I like. I'd rather like breweries just go, "Hey, we have had this cellar for two years. Now come have it." Well, that's a big thing. Like when, yeah, when you make that call, because um, some of the brewers in the states now, like the good brewers, are actually cellaring beers in advance, but then they're releasing versions of it earlier and saying, "Oh, this is so and so." Um, you know, one year old. Yeah, okay. And, you know, to get a bit of interest in It's sort of like going down that whiskey sort of thing. Yeah, and it's like, at the end of the day, if you're going to pay like $30 for the one-year-old, just hold it for two years or three years and give me the three-year-old for a couple of bucks more. Like, But it's cool. It's an interesting direction to take. This is fucking banging. This is so good. Yeah, I'm stoked on it. I this can't is wait. the beer we wanted tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So this is this is the thing you sell. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, if it says whiskey barrels, yeah. and it says Sullivan's Cove next to it, you you sell it. it. It's got the alcohol. It's got the darkness. It's got yeah, the, and it's the not, barrel it's age. not too heavy on the darkness. No, not at all. Um, well, it's only it's only a porter. It's not a stout. Apparently. 
So it's a big porter. It's a big porter. Imperial porter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So 9.5% is like actually pretty low for a barrel aged beer because the barrel will add, you know, alcohol content, um, which while we're talking about alcohol content and barrels, Moobrew, have you heard about this? I have heard about this actually. Have you heard about the Archie Rose barrels? See, I love Archie Rose. I love Archie Rose. I love their gin. I can't. I can't say I've had any of their whiskey actually. No, neither. No, me neither. Um, like before going down this little rabbit hole of beer, I've I've definitely got a bit of a gin collection going on. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, you haven't seen it. Um, my no, because part- every time we do an episode, we're either trying to like wrap it up so Ian can go to sleep or, <laughs> or I can go home or we can go to a bottle share. But there's a gin collection. I have, I have a gin collection. Mm. Um, do you like, have any whiskeys kicking around still? I have, I have one whiskey left. Really? One? But what's the one? I'm I'm doing I'm doing barrel aged gins. I've got slow gins. I've got summer gins. I've got oh, because you went and did the um the gin course like the McHenry's thing. Yeah, I did you? the McHenry's course. I want to do that. That'd be I cool. literally drank um, equally amount of whiskey as I did gin because I was quite intrigued by the whiskey. <laughs> uh, so, uh, ooh, shout out to McHenry. Thank you for that. Uh, um, but um, yeah, I really like Archie Rose they do some really complex interesting stuff um, especially with their gins I, I need to try their whiskey actually yeah so, so I'm pretty so excited to see this team up with Moobrew it's a great team up um, it's got me hyped about it so. well so until now I haven't had a stout this good in Tasmania besides Moobrew seasonal stout so the velvet sledgehammer the velvet sledgehammer Year in, year out, it's been bloody phenomenal. It's a classic, isn't it? It's just so... And I love that the Moo guys, they keep kegs of different years of Sledgehammer and they always say, oh, it's all gone. And then they'll pop up at an event and it's like, oh, we've got a 15 keg, a 16 keg, a 17 keg, an 18 keg. And it's like, oh, you boys. I think my first was uh, 2012. Yeah, nice. That's early. Yeah, that is early, early. When you were like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> the um, my fondest memory of Moobrew um, seasonal stout is, well, besides the fact that there's always like vintages of it getting around, um, was me and Ian at Dark Mofo, in the Pleasure Temple, sitting there drinking seasonal stout out of uh, like really big actual, like actual Rydell glasses. glasses. Um, just loving life and then like you know ex-bachelorette contestants asking us if they can buy cocaine off us and it's like just because we're drinking really nice beer out of sexy glasses and we look a bit scruffy does not mean we sell cocaine <laughs> yeah because I mean like we don't and we don't are you sure well no like we don't and we didn't and we won't um but it was really nice I'll of frisk her. You later it was really nice safe. of her to judge us. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that was such a fond memory of sitting there, just like end of a long week. Absolutely, that beer was oh. just delicious. And it's such a what is it, like eight percent. So this barrel version must be ten to eleven. Yeah. Um, I want to get amongst that. There's been. Have you heard this talk? 
Ali, about the potential for Ian to get a tattoo? Yeah, so on the Melbourne trip this week coming, um, Ian's Ian's going a day early to get tattooed. Um, Why doesn't he just chuck a little stout tattoo on his body? Like a little velvet sledgehammer. Ooh, a little velvet sledgehammer. A little. I feel like if someone, like, funded that. I would definitely do it. If someone paid for that. Would you do that if people wanted to pay for it? I'd get that on my body. All right, right, listeners. Where's it going? Maybe Can I decide? It's not gonna be your face. Or your, or <laughs> nah, your hands. My, Damn it, I was gonna say. My forward. mate's tried to like choosing a position for a tattoo before, but I've already committed quite a lot of real estate. Nah. Yeah, there's 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 Below leases the on that place, mate. There's leases. Below the knee. Alright, so if the people listening, if we can get people to send cash or cash equivalents to fund this tattoo. We could make it happen. We could have a velvet sledgehammer on a man's body, which would in turn perhaps get us an invitation to try the beer from Nobro. <laughs> I am literally your key. Dedication. Well, I mean, are you are you the key though? Because we also love velvet sledgehammer. Like, we do. I think we maybe love it more than most people. We look forward to it every single year. Yeah, it's one of those things that as soon as I see on Insta or Facebook that it's around, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm going to the Whaler tonight. Because the and, dinner you booked in for your does time. not matter. Yeah, this is an important day of the year. Yeah, and what a great like collab to do it with with RG Rose like oh yeah cool like really really cool so definitely cool um can't wait to see what it tastes like hopefully mm. we can get a little sneak peek I'm excited we'll see we'll see very good so if you would like to get in contact with us please send us a DM to donate to Ian's tattoo yes I don't know how much we have to raise because his his artist is quite good but. I'm going to start the ball rolling with $50. Ooh, I'll match it. So I will put $50 in. <laughs> there's $100 right there. So there's $100. Hashtag that slap the moo. Slap, slap the moo. Slap the moo. Slap the moo. Hashtag slap the moo. I'm putting 50 in. Ali's putting 50 in. I feel like I we can get I don't think we need them. much more. I don't think it if you want to put... It sounds like I'm actually getting this tattoo in Melbourne. No. <laughs> no I, I, $2, $1.50. We don't care. Put it in. Put it in, guys. Come on. Hey, who doesn't want to see this happen? Who doesn't want to hey, see Mubru, this happen? Hey, Mubru, Velvet Sledgehammer tattoo on my person. It's happening. Forever. It's definitely Tattoos happening. Tattoos forever, guys. Your, oh, back's pretty, your back's pretty free, isn't it, actually? Uh, Let's just go back piece. Look. My back like, is covered. For the, rec- for the record. Yeah, there's Mubru. room. <laughs> for the record, Mubru, Ian is like a tattoo-less man. So this is a big deal. <laughs> he has none. He has none, I swear. Very good. Um, cool. So Imperial Porter, we all love it. We do. We we're do all going to buy probably a bottle. We're all going to sell it. We should buy a couple. This is a beer you should sell. If you haven't bought this already, this and Hobart Brewing's Ice Bock, you should be buying. Absolutely. And you should be holding on to, and then in a couple of years' time, you bring it out at a dinner party or a bottle share, and you get high fives, and you feel like a champion. I feel like after this delicious bloody beer, we should get into everybody's favorite segment.
So I've been thinking about this a little bit. Um, through this podcast, we're going to try some really amazing beers. So Are we? Oh, we're going to try some shit ones too. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we love the shitty ones. So, I mean, in terms of questions, it's a, it's a question to start a conversation. Okay. I think that's, that's deep. What's the question? <laughs> the question is, yeah. leaderboards. Mm. We're a few episodes in. Talk to me. And we won't do this every episode, but... Best beer so far. From the podcast. From the podcast. Tastings. I think, like, we'll count live content too for when we go up to Melbourne. But, okay, best beer so far and its follow-up beers that deserve a mention. That we've talked about on this podcast. That we've had and talked about. Um, I think the Deschutes just took the crown and glory. Like, he hit us hard with a massive beer really early. Was this episode two you yeah. brought us Deschutes? And I'm just like, really, this is episode two? How are we going to, like, come yeah. around from that? Mm. I, mm. I don't think is a question. I mean, we sort of talked about this a little bit on episode three. Like, we were just like, wow, this is, like, maybe best beer of the year that we've had so far. Um, so I think, without a question, yeah, I think Deschutes. Deschutes for me. Um... Yeah, so if we're going to like pick a favourite beer of each episode... No, just no a total. So we'll build up over the year is what I'm thinking. And by the end of the year, we'll have a leaderboard. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, we're near the end of the year, so maybe maybe a 12-month mark, we'll have a top 10 overall. Yep. So Deschutes for me is number one right now too. What else did we have? Um, I can't even remember. Oh my God. I was a big fan of Scorpion Bowl. Scorpion Bowl was excellent. And um, that was old as well. Do we remember? It was. That was. That's an old beer and it was banging. Uh, Ocho Happy Place. Um, surprising top beer that I think will hold its hold its position for a long time. To it be will. I, I had another one of those today and that was just, oh, still so good. I'm going to buy a case. Yeah, I guess it's time for a revisit for me as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy a case as a beer. I don't buy four packs. I'm going to buy a case. Yeah. Yeah. Get me in on that. <laughs> yeah, it, definitely. Um, yeah, really, really lovely beer. It was week. just cracking, wasn't it? It was like um, Guitars and Beers described it really well. It's a beer you could talk about all day, but also you could just not talk about it all and just freaking enjoy. Yeah, and like uh, equally completely different beer, but the seasonal IPA it was banging as well. Yeah. Like lovely bubble gummy sort well, of. I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. Nose, but like in terms of like sessionable beer, which I like, I haven't really touched on lately. I've just been having big beers, big beers, big beers. Yeah. It's nice to have caught a in that. big flavor profile, but in a smaller dose, it's great. So, I'm still blown away that that Ocho beer was three and a half percent. Yeah, and had that much mind boggling, really. Yeah. Um, it's got that little bit of sour vibe from that Norwegian yeast, I think, and it's cool. Um, yeah, I, I think next next week in uh, Melbourne we're gonna we're gonna really push that list. Like, there's gonna be some impressive beers. You're gonna hit up like Carwin Cellars, Three Ravens, Stomping Ground, um, the Fixation Incubator. I know there's some big stuff there that they've just put on tap like this week. It's gonna be crazy. 
Yeah, we're, I'm looking forward to that mini-sode. I think it's going to be interesting. Mini-sode. We're going to call it a mini-sode. I, th- I think we're going to be very... <laughs> maybe mini, maybe still long. We're going to be... like a lot Look of out for the live stream of me eating KFC at 3am. It's going to be like the hottest thing in Korea. It's Look not going to be the hottest week. thing. It's <laughs> going to be pretty horrible. No, it's going to be huge in Korea. I, <laughs> I think we'll this. be pretty liberal with our Instagram content. Lots of Instagram content. Um, we're taking a little portable mic with us as we go along. We're going to record Just as much. Just some video content. Yeah, we're going to record as much as we can, when we can. We're going to be flat out for the few days that we're there. Maybe don't bring your Yeezys. There will be shoeys. Uh, oh, will there be shoeys? Because I was going to wear my Gore-Tex. Yeah, I'm not doing a shoey. You can do that. Come on, guys. No. I can't fit two. Okay, so we need to decide because I'm going to take carry-on. Because, you know, I'm not paying for... Because, yeah, I'm doing that too. Yeah, because I'm not paying for shit. What are we drinking at 8 o'clock in the morning on our flight together? Oh, I keep forgetting, <laughs> forgetting we're flying together. Oh, the Cascade um, Stout, that's like the go-to of the craft dispensary at Hobart International. Yeah, because there's yeah. nothing else there. Yeah. Um, so what I'm thinking is that um, I'm going to get a couple of cans of Coke. I'm going to pour them out. I'm going to pour them. And I'm going to re-pour into them a Hobart Brewing Company same colour not the same smell exactly like, <laughs> you know what they've both got residual sweetness and that's something I want in the morning yeah um, I probably won't be having a beer on my way out before 7 no, hours I actually, doing. <laughs> I actually don't think I would want to drink a beer at that stage of the no, day neither. because we, I know we've got a big day ahead we've got to be ca- uh, we've got to be bolder captain sensibles at that time of the morning bolder captain sensibles <laughs> wait does I actually name the beer that yeah captain, yeah, captain sensibles they named it that yeah that's cute. I haven't tried it I yet. thought it was a meme. No, no, I made it. <laughs> no, it's hey, real. I made it the meme, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's it's real. Oh, no, it's real. No, it's going to be it's going to be so much fun. So you're going to hear from us. Make sure you watch online. We'll try and put out some video content. We'll try and take uh, the couple of the cameras over and see what happens. Yeah, really looking forward to it. So we'll catch you in Melbourne. Um, but until then, see you next time. Cheers. See ya.